for me, because I teach in a place which is work a lot with belly dancers, which I told you was Toro, Serrano, Sian. So I did a style called Iyad style without knowing. Whether you're a professional dancer or just started falling in love with belly dance, welcome to the Belly Dance Live podcast. Here, we are diving deep into all facets of Baladin's world that cannot be found in a workshop or an audience seat. Every week, you will find new, honest, thought-provoking, inspiring, and educational conversation with top leading professionals of our industry. I'm your host, Jana Komornitska, and I am honored that you are part of our dance tribe. It all started with a silly idea of creating some cute Baladins gifts, but grew up into a full fashion and lifestyle brand, which is called My Inner Dancer, an online store for passionate dancers. Things change, things evolve, but our premise remains the same. Inspired by Baladins, created for life. Check it out at myinnerdancer.com and reveal your inner dancer to the world. Hello everyone, how are you doing? Welcome back to the Paladins Live podcast, episode number 122. I hope all you having a peaceful and <laughs> okay time during your quarantine and uh, I wanted to share with you that I really get so amazed every time how many awesome people I discover through this podcast and through our guest and how how awesome and rich our Baladin's world is with uh, uh, people so talented and what they're doing and our today's guest is definitely one of those hidden treasures of our community who is Yad Malaib. He was born and lived in Lebanese mountain village and then moved to Beirut and in this today's interview we also talked about this transition from some traditional uh, style village to a big city and how the dancer actually what uh, role the dance played in his life and his uh, worldview. After he moved to Beirut, he actually was discovered by the founder of one of the most famous Lebanese dance group, Rimar, at that time, and he started dancing with them, appearing in many video clips, musicals, and commercials as a backup drum dancer for many stars in the Arab region. Along with being a full-time dancer, he also started teaching professional dancers, belly dancers, from all around the world at the agency called La Maison de Artist. It's a famous Lebanese agency founded by Taurus Siranusian and uh, who helps dancers from all around the world to connect with venues uh, and event organizers all across the Arab world and even more. Later also, Iyad founded his own dance company and became choreographer for many plays, video clips and TV programs. Now he's a master trainer in fitness balance class at many gyms as well as a private coach for many Arab stars and specifically ballet dancers. And you will, you will be surprised how many Dubai stars 
<laughs> were shaped or influenced uh, by him and uh, his path as a dancer has a lot of interesting stories and transitions how he actually got involved and that's definitely something we talked about in this interview but i was also really amazed to discover what an influence he had on what we consider today modern lebanese style that's something i had no idea uh, we will touch on but I'm very happy that every interview makes me and hopefully you too discover something new about our dance community and about those hidden streams that shape what we see today but that we may not know where it came from well I hope I intrigued you already enough and you can't wait to dive in the, to, into the interview itself but before that, I just want to do a very quick but very important announcement. During the COVID-19 crisis, Jelena's BDE is donating class content by Jelena to help students and teachers to transition to the online platforms, hoping that these classes would help them survive in these uncertain times and keep their dance community thriving. For more information, search for hashtag TogetherWeMove or write to info at BaladanceEvolution.com. I will include both hashtag and email to the show notes of this episode so you can find them easily there. Hello, Iyad. How are you? How is it going? <laughs> Hello, dear. How are you? It's going great, actually. Um, I'm so excited having this interview with you, really. I'm very happy that uh, we uh, get a chance to get together and talk too. I'm very excited uh, because I heard about you from so many dancers, but it's actually so difficult to find information and it's not obvious to find who are you and that you exist in the Baladance community, in the Baladance world. So I'm really excited to, uh, to have this conversation today. And I would love to start it from the very beginning. So... How did dance uh, entered your life uh, in general and in professional ways? So it actually became your profession. All right. Uh, it started when I was actually, I was like uh, maybe 12 or 13 years old. At my village, they used to do a uh, festival. And in this festival, there is many nights. One, two of the nights is a, a something like Rahbani uh, play, like a theatrical musical play. Okay, so I was like, there was a dancing group, but for sure they were like uh, minimum 18, 19, and and above. And I did. I went for the casting. They were like, you know, you're so young. You can't. You can't dance. It's, it's, you're so young. I tried and then they accept me and I did like two, two or three, uh, three choreographers with them. I, I, I was dancing and this was my first, uh, my first experience. And uh, I did this for actually two years. So I, I, I finished around like maybe 16. I, I did my last one. I did two shows with them, two for two different years. So yeah, that's it. And then I was like, I went to my life, 
to study and uh, yeah i forgot completely about about dancing that was not my target at all <laughs> after when i was like uh, around like uh, 20 i uh, went to from my village to live in beirut and i was working and i was studying fashion design at that moment and uh, so i have a friend uh, he has a uh, he he has a uh, big group famous group it was it was at that mo- at that time it was one of the best dancing groups in lebanon uh, it was the commercial thing it wasn't the, just the, theat- the theatrical the tv shows the tv clips so they were like in the in the market much so and he's my friend the owner of this group and we were like at the clubs and he saw me like how i move how i dance and he always asked me come join us i was like no i like dancing but i like to dance at the clubs and to enjoy that's it but it's not my target to dance as a professional plus i was at that moment i was a village boy and he, uh, i can't be like a, to dance you know what i mean it's it's a bit the mentality there a guy or a girl at that moment is a, to dance it's a bit like uh, it's not acceptable you know so i was like no i'm i'm i will have to i have i i promised my my family if i will go and live to in beirut i will keep respecting myself so i don't want to get in things that make them you know so then i was like refusing refusing and one day he told me he has a tv clip for uh, some uh, uh arab egyptian uh, uh, singer uh, he was a star class he's still like a star class a but at that moment he was like uh, doing a lot of songs his name was um, ihab tufik he's an egyptian uh, singer and he has a he was a booming star there at that moment and he has a tv clip for his song so my friend the owner of the group he told me i need dancers you want to go i pay you 100 dollar for the one shooting day we have two or three days i was like okay i go on tv with the star class a and it's okay so yeah and i went and then after he talked about with me and for another tv clip and i went he just teached me the the steps of the what we are we were getting going to use he didn't i didn't learn any any technique or something but i was talented so i was like yeah and the story goes on with him and then after there was a uh, theatrical uh, play here which is we they play it for like like five to six months during the the year so every weekend so it's a continuous one uh yeah he asked me if i go so i was like okay it's an afternoon uh, practicing and afternoon showing so i can i can keep working and studying and i can do this as an part time because it's getting me money and it's nice and this is something i love but it wasn't my target at even at that moment to work on this field and the story goes on i was like going on tv clips then tv programs on tvs and then with this group and traveling for shows and after i was like no i don't want to work i will work a bit with this and then continue to study because i i didn't finish fashion design 
And I got involved in dancing, and I didn't finish the <laughs> fashion design. Uh, yeah. And then I was like, yeah, as a dancer. And then I was like, uh, it's another story. It's another story about belly dancing. It's a completely another story. So this is how I get in the dancing field. And, and then the, the belly dancing field, it's another story. You want to talk about it oh, right now? Oh, of course. But I would first would like to ask, by the way, how did your family react uh, when they saw you on TV? <laughs> okay, I will tell you. First, <laughs> I told them. I told them that I'm going to do this. They were like, uh, in the, inside of them, they were like happy and they were like, they see me happy. My, my family, they are not a complicated people, you know, but they are living in a society. They have to respect this society, but they never, for us, they never said, no, you don't have to do this or do this, or they leave us like, you know, free to, to, to decide. So then I told them I'm going to do this thing. Uh, they were like, uh, okay, nice. And. But my father was like a bit not okay and not, he's not saying yes, he's not saying no. He was like, okay, you know better. But plus, because it was a, with a star, I guess, I guess, because it was with a star, someone like people are waiting his songs and his TV clips. And so for, for my family, I guess it's something for them a bit shy, but a bit like they our son is on TV with a star class A. He's not like a cheap dancer or he's not a, uh, you know what I mean? Not cheap dancer. He's not, I, I don't mean cheap dancer. He's not like a, uh, doing it like in a cheap way or something like that. So I guess they were like, okay, at the beginning. But when people, when I get involved to work with uh, more, uh, when they, I, when they're, People like asking my family, how's Iyad, how is he's living he's in Beirut? They were like, he's okay, blah, blah, blah. People start to talk. Do you think it's a good job for him, the dancing thing, thing or something? This, a lot of questions was asking for my family. Uh, my family was like, it's his life. Uh, he, can, he can do whatever he wants. So they were not like much accepted, but they are not like ignoring it. You, you can say like ignoring it, but they are not accepting it. So, but after, uh, after it was like my job and I was like going more on TV and I was like going, they, they understand this is my job and they understand that I'm not doing something unrespectful with this thing. They understand how is it. Uh, plus at some year I was like teaching in my village, uh, and I was the choreographer, not the dancer. Uh -huh. So, and I did a very good job there. They were like, they liked much what I did. And yeah, and at that moment, they were like calling me like Mr. Iyad more than Iyad, you know, as people were like uh, treating me there, dealing with me in a uh, very respectful way because uh, they, they, they knew how, what I'm doing, and I'm doing it in a very professional way and with a, a very high, uh, high level, if we can say, with people, with stars or TVs or something like that. So they accepted them all, and then they were, like, proud of it. So they saw I'm not doing anything wrong, as I said, and I'm, I'm, going, I'm getting successful in a, in a respectful way. 
So this is about my family. And now they, yeah, they love it. You know, that, that the mentality changed from 20 years, from like 17 years till now. It's, it, it changed the mentality. Even in my village now, it's very different. There are the schools in my village maybe for dancing. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's different. But the starting, it was a bit hard. Yeah. It was like I wasn't feel comfortable. Even still now, you know what? Till now, there is sometimes I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel I'm myself when I'm dancing. Especially, for example, if I'm doing this in public, because I don't do, I'm talking about daily dancing. I'm not talking about all kind of dance. I'm talking about daily dancing. I don't dance in, in front usually and in, in public. I do this in classes with the gyms or with the private for the professionals or not professionals. I used to teach at uh, some place which is uh, called La Maison de l'Artiste. Uh, uh, He's uh, someone well known here. He uh, has a company for uh, artists like singers and uh, uh, belly dancing and uh, uh, stars from class A till class C. He's, uh, he got them like work, so he take like percentage for him and the, you know, I don't know what's the name of this agency. kind of work. Agency, thank you. He has an agency, a big agency. It's the one of the best one in Lebanon. His name is Mr. Toro Seranosian. Uh, so he he's a he's a uh, legend in this field. So he always got every year he got a lot of belly dancers. This is my story about this is I'm now telling you the half of story. I should not tell you this. I should start from the beginning. Yes, let's let's actually do this. Uh, how how everything? So the group that you started with it was more was it more like uh, contemporary dances and folk dances of Lebanon or which kind of dances it was beginning? It was all kinds of dance. For example, Spanish, uh, Depke. Uh, it was a commercial, commercial uh, group. They not specified. We are not. We are not specialized in one kind of dance. Okay, but we can do everything. You know what I mean? Uh, so it was. It was like for dancing TV clips and blah blah blah. It wasn't like for just kind of dance. So, you know, in the theater, sometimes we have like 13 or 10 shows. Each show is different. One gypsy, one folklore, one depki, one uh, oriental, one uh, like uh, vase, one uh, Spanish, one. So you have to be ready to dance all kinds of dance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how about uh, belly dance, oriental? <laughs> how uh, did that start for you? <laughs> This is, this is for me, this is the story. This is the interesting story for me because this is the one which is, was not in my mind at all. My, oh, my belly dancing was, I was having a friend who works at this agency, which is called La Maison de l'Artiste, Mr. Mr. Toros. So uh, he was teaching the belly dancers. So this agent was getting belly dancers from all over the world, from Argentina, from Brazil, from Mexico, from uh, Ukraine, from, fr from Lebanon, from Arab countries. They, uh, they come to the agency. If they have to work with the agency, uh, uh, they have to sign a contract. So, but they have to come and take classes to get ready to go for these 
work, which is like five stars hotels in Dubai, in Bahrain, in uh, in Paris, and all over the world. He has his his clients, so they send them there. So all the all the belly dancers they should take classes with me, so I can teach them uh, the market what it needs, not just what they learn you know because they are coming from a different kind of of the world of uh, places and they the dance the belly dancing in every country is it's completely different from the other so i was like need to like uh, keep their style this is my, my what i was doing so i, I have to t this guy was my friend who was teaching at this agent uh who was teaching at this agent uh, he teaches the belly dancers, all right? So at that time, he got a work in Dubai. He told me, please, I have like three or four belly dancers coming from Argentina and Brazil and blah, blah, blah. They are staying in Lebanon for one month to have the contract. And uh, I need to teach them and I will not be here. So I need you to, to replace me. I told them, what, what, what are you talking about? I can't, I'm not a belly dancer. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm a dancer in the group, blah, blah, blah. Plus, I don't know. I, I know how to dance belly dancing if I want, but I, I'm not a teacher. He told me, don't worry. You're good. You're so talented. And you just do some choreography. You don't need to teach. Do some choreography and go teach this girl this choreography until I come back from Dubai. And then I will take the, the job so I can go. Yeah. So this is what happened. Uh, I went there. I did some choreography, as I know, <laughs> and I went there, and uh, I was teaching this girl. It was fine. It was good. They was like I was there. They were like they like it. This is what gives me gives me uh, push forward. So this is how I started. After like one month, two months, he came back here to Lebanon, and he got his job again. After like two years, maybe one year and a half, this guy, he decided to, to go more deep in the religion. So he decided to leave everything and go just for religion. And uh, yeah, the agent uh, called me. They told me, you want to replace him? Because he doesn't, he's not here anymore. And he's my friend and I was talking to him for sure. And he told me that he decided to leave everything and... Blah, blah, blah. So I replaced him there. And then I started working there. Like, uh, since like, we can say, like 16 years ago, or 17 years ago. So I started there. And then I started to teach all the belly dancers who worked on tor with Toros. Like, if we can say I can count. Professional, we're talking about professional belly dancers because there is they they do a, a casting in every uh, in every country and they really get the best to hear. In this uh, 16, 17 years that you are teaching, uh, you start teaching by sort of like a surprise, <laughs> uh, like non-planned. 
how do you feel uh, your teaching uh, style uh, changed? Because at the beginning, it was kind of like almost like improvised. Uh, you just followed your intuition and some suggestions from your friend who was previously doing this job. Now you are really owning it and you grew so many uh stars of ballet dance uh, who are working today in Lebanon. How do you feel as a teaching uh, style and what is your focus in teaching? Uh, how did it change in these 16 years uh, compared to your very first uh, classes that you gave to ballet dancers? <laughs> yeah, it was hard. It was so hard at the beginning because I was like, you know, I always, as I told you, with the group, I didn't, I didn't enter the field from like, from like, uh, I didn't, I didn't enter it. I entered from the big door, from the dancing, normal dancing, and from the belly dancing. I entered to belly dancing for from a big door, yani from a place which is who teach the professionals. So it was a, a lot hard for me at the beginning. But I'll tell you the truth. I was teaching choreography at the beginning. I was teaching the choreography, and in this choreography, I was like. Uh, doing the steps, which is, I feel like it's it's more elegant. It's more, because, uh, you know, in belly dancing, there's a lot of people who make belly dancing, unfortunately, looks like cheap, which is, this is, especially, especially I don't want to say especially in Arab countries, it's not nice, but, yani, the mentality here, for, not it's not the same as before, but the mentality here for some people, they make it, there is a, a cheap belly dancer. I'm sorry to say this. They are going just to get money and to get the tips and to show their uh, boobs and to show their... These kind of people make it cheap kind of dance. So I tried from the beginning, because I'm a village boy, this is really make it a very big difference for me. I'm a village boy and I like the belly dancing, but I like to see the, I like to see a profession and I like to see music. I don't like to see people who are just doing steps. You know what I mean? So I try to correct this thing. So I try to do choreography with an elegant oriental belly uh, dancing not yani, very elegant not the cheap thing i tried to work on this way as a choreography okay and was teaching the choreography and after i was i was like learning from the students not just i was like i was like learning from the classes which is i was giving i was learning uh, some steps i was learning it from another student i used don't use to use these steps uh, you know what I mean? So I was teaching and learning at the same time. And I was like doing my class every like one year. My class get different because, you know, you get experienced more. You see where is your where is your uh, weakness? Where is your good thing? Where people are uh, are getting satisfied in your class? They feel like they got what they want when they are not. So I was like trying to correct this thing. And I was, uh, and then I was like, I don't want to do choreography. I was like, I, I reached in a place because I didn't, I didn't learn dancing. I, I didn't learn this. So I discovered this. And for me, when you discover, it's like, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, it's, it's when you, when you get, when you need to, to, to tell the message, how you move for someone, 
you did, when you discover this, you can you can get tell him the message. I don't know how to say it. You can let uh, let him understand hundred percent what you mean because you discovered you didn't learn. I don't know if I, I get my point uh, clear. I guess no. I make you confused. I guess uh, uh, maybe like how I understand that you didn't like learn the dance, but you got connected to the dance. So it's not like you are doing the learned sequence of movements, but you connected to it now that it comes from inside. That's what you're trying to do. Yes. Yes, I, I guess so. Yes, that's that's it. And I, I, I and you one I was like uh teaching let's let's say it in, in a different way. I, when I was teaching I was like uh, uh uh I was like telling how how the technique for any technique uh, on my way. It's not the technique which is it's supposed if you learn. It's my technique, how I discovered it. You know what I mean? For example, I say, uh, do this step much. I teach in this kind of uh, teaching. Do this step, hug someone with this arm and touch this ear. And you know what I mean? I say things as if we're doing it in life. It's not like uh, arabesque and uh, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? I don't know if I make it clear. So uh, my kind, my, my way of teaching was completely different from what they learned because I was like teaching in a, in, I don't know, in a different way, which is like, feel this, do this as if you're feeling your hair. You're, I don't teach technique uh, as, it's, as it is named in, in the professional field. I don't know if I make it clear. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I'll just add that in a contemporary dance, in academic world specifically, they use the term uh, imagery uh, dancing. So they use Im imagery or images to associate with a certain movement instead of explaining the technique of masses. This is not something that we do that often or consciously in ballet dance. Uh, but mm -hmm. some teachers like do, and it's kind of like uh, gets like by intuition. We sometimes want to to compare or to give some imagery. But uh, I was just about to to say to notice, like I had the pleasure yesterday, literally yesterday, seeing your live stream that you were doing a class, uh, yeah. free class on Instagram, and I noticed how much fluidity and how much um, like movements they are not even separated or now it's a hip drop and now we go to undulation they kind of flows from one to another and there is a lot of uh, arms that are uh, mostly there in a uh, constant movement but the movement that is logical that feels natural uh, with the uh, hips and steps in general so it's not like it doesn't I was really surprised because often when, um, again, this is, I'm sure now my personal observation, but whenever, often, whenever I see a dancer who's trying to do a lot of hip steps and arms at the same time, it kind of feels sometimes crowded. Like, I don't know yes. if it makes sense. 100%. And in your case, I was like watching like, oh, wow, it looks uh, very much together, like in place. Although it was um, like some some sections, some parts of the live class or live stream. I was watching like, oh, it's constant movement everywhere. But it looks, it doesn't look like, let's say, crowded or it actually looks natural. Organized. Yes.
It's on in the place. It's on the right place on the music. Yes, this is, I didn't reach this point. I'm, I have this from the beginning. It's here. It's in, it's in you. When you are a dancer and you feel the music, it's in you. It's born on you. But I wasn't having this in my dancing, and I don't know how to put this in my body. So uh, after I was, as I told you, my, my way of teaching got improved. So after I was not teaching uh, choreography, I was like, when you come to me, I keep your style. I don't change your style. I keep your style because everyone has a style. And I teach you how to dance freely. How to dance freely is how I dance when you saw me. Plus, when you saw me now, this is it's a choreography. It's not an improvisation. When you see me, you never saw me improvisation. If you will see me, I'm improvised. I'm doing improvisation. I will see I will, I'm doing more steps than what you saw yesterday on the video, but it will be still uh, on the right place, organized. It's not crowd. There is, there is not no much steps, not on the place. Because when I am prov improvised, I feel the music. Here I did some, in yesterday classes, I did some choreography for the people who can follow me. It's not, it's crowded. And at the same time, it's organized. But sometimes, and yesterday, I do, for example, eight on this side, and then I move to do the eight on the other side. When I dance improvisation, usually I don't, I don't do much. I do this, but usually I don't know, I don't know what I do. <laughs> Actually, I don't know what I do, but you can see as well, it is in the right place. Uh, yeah, I, I was, I, I don't know. And I can tell the way what, how I was teaching, but it's my secret. But I can say it about it. I was teaching, for example, uh, I listen to the music, my way of teaching. When you come to me, I keep your style. I listen to the music. And uh, we listen to the music and I let you, re I read the music for you. For me, music, for me, uh, music, it's, uh, I see it in this way, which is uh, the melody is like lines. I see it in my sight. If I close my eyes, I can see this. The melody, I can see it like line and, uh, and the tabla or the tack or the cut, I can see it like point. So this is in my eyes, in my vision. Okay. So I see like, let's say I see any music. You know this music. So I see it. This is, I see it, a line. Two points. Line. Which is two points. You understand what I mean? That's very interesting. Uh -huh. So this is, it's a line. Line and line and line and line. Bigger one, longer one. Okay, so this is how I see the music in my mind. It's very simple. And then when I, uh, and then I organize, I teach how you organize the music because, you know, the music, it's like cutting for like paragraphs for me. As if I'm writing a letter, it's like introduction, paragraphs, another paragraph, then the final. Uh, you have a point in the middle of the sentence. So you have to do this point. You have to write a sentence in your body, and then we have like four points. You have to do four points, and then you do like five, six lines, and then there's a point. You do you read the point. Point. 
You know what I mean? I'm talking about the lines and the points, which is the melodies and the text. Uh, yeah, for me, this is how, how I see it. So I will, and I follow the music. If it's line, I do line. If it's point, I do point. That's it. I put the music in my body and I let it go in my body. As I'm listening, I, I wait, what's the music coming? So I know if I do it line or if I don't, if this is, I wait if I don't know the music. But if I know the music, so I know what's coming next. So I know if it is a line or it's a shaking shimmy or it's a point, how many points, where I will do the point. You know what I mean? So this is the way I, how I play with the music. After I teach this thing more deeply, for sure, I have the classes for, for just the music. We don't, we don't dance. Like I have like two hours, maybe. I, I teach just about the music. And then when I teach the music, I teach them how we use the lines and the points in our bodies, starting with the hair, going to the toes. With the hair, I can do this and this and this and this and this and this and this as lines. And this and this and this and this and this and this as tacks or points. Now, shoulders. This and this. Tack, 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 tack. To the toes. The way of walking. I walk lines this way. I walk tacks this way. And when they know the game of the music, I teach them, I told you, with the body. And then I let them go. You go. Do your points. Do your lines, read your music, because maybe they will read it different how I will read it. Because, you know, in the music, we don't have just instruments playing. We have like 10, 12 instruments. Sometimes I will pick the violon. Maybe you will pick the tabla, because for sure there is the tabla background of the violon. You know what I mean? At the same moment, there is like 12 uh, instruments. So you can choose which one. So you can read your way. And me, I can read my way. So I, this is the way I teach. I don't do copy-paste from Iyad. I do you. I, I, I tell you how I think about the music and how I think about my body and how I move my body on the lines and text. It's this simple. But for sure, it's more deep because the hair, it takes like maybe one day, like two hours. Because, you know, in the hair, we have a lot of things. And I'm someone who... Well known that I use her much because I love her. I love to use the her, even though I don't have any her. <laughs> but but maybe this is maybe because of that. <laughs> so yeah, so this is the way I teach and this is the way I dance. That's why now I guess I, I answered your question, how I do, how I improvise and how I do it in organized way and not crowded. That's just so interesting because on my mind came uh, so many uh, videos, video clips of dancers who work in Lebanon and it just works so like uh, in line now from what you said that the movement and you watch them performing in some uh, hotel or in a restaurant like sometimes you see like oh it's kind of like calm some are more like uh, energetic in their like dance exactly. and variety of their movements some are more calm but then there will be this crazy accent that's like where that come from and the hair and stuff and it, it kind of like right now like lines and dots or points that's totally uh, <laughs> lines Clear is what right to say now, right 
Yeah. I told you this is my secret. I'm gonna selling this for your show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure you have now many dancers who would love to study with you, uh, regardless if they're planning to work <laughs> Middle East or not. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Well, it will be pleasure for sure. It will be pleasure. What you were talking about, I'm sorry. This is it's much my style, and for me, I discovered after like there is a lot of of uh, professional choreographers, ballet, ballet dancers, males and females here in Lebanon, especially males. Let's talk about males. And some females are, I'm talking about the professional old, like uh, old uh, choreographers, you know what I mean? Not my age, which is, I, I, I heard about them when I was a kid. We have a lot and we have my age. We have a lot of my age here. But for me, for me, I'm not, Saying, Yanni, uh, for me, because I teach in a place which is uh, work a lot with belly dancers, which I told you was Toro, Serrano, Sian. So I changed, I, I did a style, a style called Iyad style without knowing. Because this is my style. I use, as you said before, I use arms, but it's not stiff. It's not, you can enjoy the step while I'm doing this arm. I use too much arms, and at the same time, uh, you see me very calm and suddenly I do a crazy thing. So I'm sure I should do this. How I will how I will let the audience to keep looking at me wherever I am in a theater or in a restaurant. I should not let them. And if they are in a restaurant, I should not let them uh, continue eating. I should let them leave their food and keep their eyes on me until I finish my shows. I should not be boring at any moment. So this is, it's a way to, it, there is a lot of ways to let them not to feel bored because it's a long show, but this is a way of these ways, which is not to let them feel because if I'm monorhythm on the same rhythm, it will be boring for everyone. I have to, I have to surprise people. At the last moment, uh, I see, for example, a lot of professional ballet dancers. Now they are stars and divas. And yesterday I was watching uh, videos for them. They were like doing. Uh, I used to teach them before. Uh, I see this style now. It's uh, all over the world. You know what I mean? I love this because I, I can see that this is it. The, they, now they call it it's the Lebanese style. Now, when they come to me, usually they tell me, please, I want to see, I want to dance like, for example, like Amar Lamar or like, uh, I don't know. I have a lot of, a lot of uh, dancers, uh, people that I used to, I saw Amar Lamar, for example, one of these girls I teach before, but it was one. Yes, it, she was a kid at the moment, moment and and me, I was discovering myself. You know Actually, what I mean? Actually, I was just commenting. I was just commenting about me remembering videos of dancers. I actually was having on my mind video of Amar Lamar. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah, Amar. She's one of the best. She, she's for me. She's amazing. She feels the music. Yeah. For example, they get me get me names like Amar, like uh, a lot of. I don't want to name a lot. Anyways, and they told me, I want to learn this style, the, Le the Lebanese style of Amar Lamar or, or blah, 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 or blah, 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 or blah, blah, you know. And I see this style, what they are talking after. I recognize what the style they are talking about is the stiff arms, sometimes stiff hair, 
but very elegant, very nice on the music and the surprises points on music, what you are talking about. Mm-hmm. So this is called now, it's here, like called the Lebanese, Lebanese style. Or when, or when, I, when, when now somebody comes to me, please, can you teach me the Lebanese style so I know it's the, what, I, what I, it's my style. It's not what I teach. What I teach, I can teach. For everyone, his style, I keep him the same, but, but he can take from my style as well if he wants, you know what I mean? But most of them, they, they take a bit from my style. So it's like now, it's, if somebody takes two persons from my style, he's like spreading this style and people getting in love with this style. And now it's called Lebanese style. So yeah, yeah, this is, uh, this is about uh, the surprises things which you say about how I'm doing it and you can recognize now it's much here so yeah and uh, as far as i know the agency that you are working with it's a lebanese agency but they work like all over the world and they send dances all the the world the dances that you are working this and that you are preparing for shows uh yeah. Do you prepare them mostly for shows in Lebanon or uh, you know that oh, they will be working, for instance, like in Egypt, let's say, or maybe in India or somewhere else? Or is it mostly that you are preparing for work in Lebanon? No, 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 no. They are not prepared to work in Lebanon. It's very rare of them who, who, who works in Lebanon. Some, they go to work in Dubai, in Abu Dhabi, in Qatar, in Bahrain, in Egypt in paris and this this agency ha- agency has uh i told you he's he's now this this guy this mr toros who i'm talking about he's now like 80, 80 years old and he started this field when he was young he's he's a legend here in in arab countries for this kind of work so he has his his he's everywhere he works everywhere you know with the best places so, uh, so they when they sign the contract, no, they, they you never know where your contract will come. Maybe to Dubai, you will you will say yes or no, but you will get a lot of contract because when you when they come here, they dance, they take their classes with me, and then we do a video video for them to uh, uh, when there is festival. There is every year a festival for these uh, places, which is the managers of the restaurants and the places which is hiring belly dancers. Uh, this guy makes an event every year and gets all these girls, all the singers, all the blah, blah, blah. And he makes an event with these people. And the managers, they choose, I want this belly dancer. This suits my place because my clients need like this. I want this belly dancer. I want, you know what I mean? So they get their contract for like one year. This is confirmed for one year. You never know if you, they will like you. Maybe they will continue with you for like one year. So this is the way how they work. So the, the people go work like Amar, for example. Now we're talking much about Amar. But like Amar, is, she started to go work in Dubai. She signed the contract with this company and she started to go with Dubai and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And then after she was working on her own, you know, but she started with this company. That's why I started to teach her. Uh, yeah, this is the, this is the, they were like uh, preparing people to work all over the world. In your opinion, uh, what are along with dance skills, uh, but along with dance skills, but what are the main qualities that dancer has to have in order to be successful in this kind of work? Okay, first, 
they should be a good dancer. <laughs> this is, you should, they should not be just a, they should be a good dancer, not just a dancer, okay? They should be a good dancer. They should be respect and feel the oriental music. It's very important to feel the oriental music, not to pretend that you are feeling the oriental music. There's a lot of people who pretend that they are doing the oriental music, but they are not. They are pretending. I can feel this. And not just me. The oriental people, they can feel this, that this is not Arabic belly dancer. And there is some people, there is some girls, they are not Arabic. They dance better than Arabic belly dancers because they feel the music and they put the music in their body. As we were talking, they put it in their body and they are not boring and they are not, I will not say they have to have some classes <laughs> with me to be successful. <laughs> I'm kidding. But really, they have to, 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 uh, to feel the music and be a good dancers and respect. I respect the, the oriental music and respect themselves. <laughs> this is too. Not to be, to be a cheap. Because the cheap, they will, they will work uh, a bit and then they will have a certain level they will work on it. But the real, real artists whose dancer, the belly dancers who are real artists, they will really can reach like Amar Lamar, she's a diva now, right? Or not? I, I will not, she, there's a lot of Amar, I don't know, Amar is in my head today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So if you are a elegant, elegant, classy, real artist, feel the music, I'm not cheap one, and uh, you can you can be successful, but because there is a lot. Why I'm saying this? Because there is a lot. They come here, they were very good dancers. They they learn with me. They get better, and then they went. Sometimes they got a virus. You know this field. You can get to a lot of viruses. Because sometimes you could work, go and work in some place, some restaurant. You will have a lot of like gifts. You have, will have a lot of, like, uh, to, how to say, uh, people who are there uh, who just want to watch someone, uh, like, making for them fun. They don't care for someone who's dancing. She will be a very good dancer, but the, the, the place this needs this kind of dancing. So she danced there for, like, three months, four months contract. She got a virus. She got the virus because she, she gets every day she's dancing there, just making fun for people. She's not dancing. She got virus and then she's after, uh, she's not dancing anymore. She got her contract and that she's not dancing anymore. There is a lot of famous Lebanese, I will not name. <laughs> there is a lot of famous Lebanese. They are not dancing anymore. They are just a name. They are not dancing. They are just dancing like making fun taking some selfie with the people, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, it's not dancing, it's like entertainment. So this is what I don't like. When it goes to entertainment, to just entertainment, not dancing, just entertainment, it's, it's, it will be, uh, I guess, it will like going in the bad way. Mm. Wrong. Oh, so you mean by virus, caught the virus is more like psychologically switched uh, from the art to 
just having it work, not like uh, got a virus in the health sense, <laughs> but because in today's situation, <laughs> it's no, really misinterpreted. Yeah, yeah, not the health sense. Okay, yeah. I got it. So it's more like psychological switch. There are some girls, there are some girls who come here and take classes with me, and then one go back. And then so they're supposed to come back to like renew the visa or they will come back here. They they come to me, tell me they, even there's people who was, I, I teach since like 15 years. Every time when they come to Lebanon, they tell me, yeah, please come like like a laptop. You need to to like uh, format. So they come, they dance in front of me. I don't teach them that what I teach before. I teach them like four hours, five hours. You know what I mean? No. This is now you're doing this. Get you're not doing right now. You know, look at push, tack, tack, tack. I like correct. I don't know if I can call this. I can correct the vi- the, the the viruses which is they got in dancing <laughs> through, I... through the contract. You know, because every contract, every place, different clients, different kind, different way of dancing. I love now this term, dance viruses, <laughs> in our body that we just get as a mistakes or learn mistakes or some misdirections that we get from like logistics. <laughs> I love it now. I'm going to use it <laughs> in the future. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a virus now that it's a virus. So, yeah. Um, I have uh, a couple more questions that I just got on my mind, and one of them will be a little bit more practical. Maybe you wouldn't mind sharing uh, your experience with some other teachers. And um, you talk a lot about uh, music and the importance of music and dance and the importance of music in learning to dance and to feel to feel the music. On a practical note, as a teacher, how do you choose your playlist for your dance classes <laughs> do you have any like is it just random favorite playlist or you somehow have like how do you choose which music to play for this is i said very practical <laughs> question no, maybe no, for no, other no, teachers no, no i can say this it's, it's not this i can do i can say this okay this is uh it depends now as i know you know i now uh, i teach i don't i don't teach just I don't teach uh, just on uh, for professionals. Yeah, I don't teach teach just at this place. Now I teach at uh, academies here, and I do workshops, and I teach uh, in at the gyms. I have a class. I created a class. It's like a Zumba class, but Oriental Zumba class. Ah. <laughs> so I created class for people who are enjoying to to want to enjoy the Oriental music the oriental movement, but it's not an academy, uh, okay? But my class, it's very similar for what I did yesterday. You can see there is a lot, a bit of cardio, uh, technique, and uh, a lot of everything. Uh, so I created this class at the gym. So it depends, uh, your, your question depends which tracks, for the gyms which I use or for the, Daily dancers, if they ask, we want to go for like, uh, uh, we need like entrance, blah, 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 blah. Because you know, the ballet dancers, they should know entrances and they should know tabla, tarab, classic, uh, khaliji. This is if it will be in a wa- uh, khaliji, because khaliji, there is Iraqi, there is blah, 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 there is blah. So, uh, so yeah, it depends for, for what I'm doing. 
So let's, I uh, let's say like for like a belly dance, uh, let's uh, keep it like belly dance oriented <laughs> theme. Yeah, belly dance oriented, which is uh, usually which is the the music which is I uh, I listen uh, for professionals, yani, which is the entrances and these things, and which is usually as the normal people, which is you like, which is you feel it's it's you. You feel it's it's your playground. You know what I mean. When I like something, usually I teach. Sometimes I got like ten belly dancers, and the ten professional belly dancers. I need to finish with them in two or one month classes, and uh, we need to make videos for all of them. So I need to teach them a different kinds of music, different and because all of them need to do entrance and Saidi and blah, 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 and blah, 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 like four videos, four kind, different kinds of dancing and different kinds of videos. So I have to teach like 10 choreography for the entrance, 10 choreography for, so at that moment, I choose which I like, but the, I let them choose, you choose your, uh, you know what I mean? But for me, when I want to choose, I choose what I like and I choose what there is a, on the music, it's not monorhythm, as I told you. There is a like a crazy thing. There is like uh, the music sometimes crazy, sometimes goes down. Where there is a, a different melodies in the music and different uh, when the music changed a lot. I like I like when their music changed a lot. Maybe it could be a very slow classical one, but there is a changing on it. So this is which like attract me. Violon attract me so much. For example, the violon, violin, the sound of this thing in any track, it makes me, oh, I like, you know, uh, it may, it's a plus for the track. <laughs> I see. Well, thank you also for, for the tip of listening uh, to your own preferences and what connects uh, personally for you to each music. Um, I also want to ask, so now in this current situation uh, of uh, COVID-19 and we are all locked in uh, quarantines uh, to different uh, extent in different countries, you switched yeah. a lot. Uh, you probably were doing it before too, but you switched way more to online teaching these days. Yes. How do you feel it? How do you find it from the point of view of teacher? Uh any differences <laughs> well, it's for sure yes but how how you find what are the main like differences and is it does it give you any uh freedom in terms that you didn't expect and of course it gives some limitations so what are both of them limitations and maybe some advantages and freedom in terms of uh, teaching online now okay uh, first, it was at the beginning, it was like a bit, as I told you, I, I didn't get used to do to dance oriental or teach oriental in public or for the public. So it was for me, it wasn't, this is as a number one, it wasn't comfortable at the beginning. But after I was like feeling, uh, I watched my first, my first life and it was long, I, I like things I didn't like, things I like, but it was all in all, okay acceptable for me you know what i mean so it gives me like the push to be more free uh, i can feel it's you can't you can't uh, 
you can teach but you are you, you can i can give the the message i can give the message what i'm doing because i can they can see me as if i'm like because i'm doing it facing side and the different side and uh, what i know knew from my clients from my uh, students who are joining my class that even the advanced one the, the the members who they know these tracks on at the gym they told me we used to know these uh, steps but we used to do it in a wrong way so now when you are teaching life we can know uh, the technique better because i don't give much technique at the gym as much as i'm giving on the online i give like one or two minutes more online for just the technique so they are getting the for them it's 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 good uh, this is what I care is for them. For me, I don't feel them. They are not here. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't see if they are doing right or wrong. Because me, I'm especially, I'm like, I'm like, uh, you know, how to say the, uh, I'm alert for like wrong stuff. Yeah, and for example, if I'm dancing, uh, I'm dancing facing the mirror and behind me, I have like 20, 30 ladies are dancing. Uh, if I'm not looking at the lady and the lady there at the back, she did something wrong, I get like, you know what I mean? I can feel it. I can see it. I just go look at her. You know what I mean? So I'm alert for, so if they are not in front of me, I feel like I'm not, I'm like tight. You know what I mean? I need to correct because I love to correct people, co uh, correct the way how they dance. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't know if I answered your question. Yeah, sure, sure. I was just curious about, uh, like, your experience because uh, uh, for many teachers, it's now, like, you kind of have to incorporate online uh, classes into your uh, activities. And for many teachers, for instance, it might have been on, the law, like, on, the, on their minds for a long time to start. For some teachers, it was not in plans at all, but now we kind of have to dig more into online space. So I was just curious about your experience. And as far as I understood, it was more intense for you now to start even more doing online. So how, how it feels in this trans unexpected transition, let's say. That's it. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> It's, it's, it's for me and even for me it's, it's good it's a good step why because it gives me a self-confidence more because i told you i'm still since i was young till the moment when it comes to belly dancing and public it's for me i do some block it's not me i'll be iad the, the teacher i will not be iad the dancer you know what i mean so i dance in a teaching way i don't i dance and i think I'll be thinking while I'm dancing, when I'm in public or for the public. But now when I started the life now, it, I break this code a little. Now um, I have no problem. It's okay if, if they will see me everywhere, even in my village, even if everywhere. I, it's, what I'm doing, I saw it because what I'm doing, it's very, uh, it's very for me, it's, I'm proud for what I'm doing. I don't care anymore <laughs> if they don't like so yeah, it gives me push. So it helps me this the online thing. Go and plus, it helps the others. Why? Because there is a lot, of, as you're saying, there is a lot of belly dancers. They knew about me. They heard about me from someone from belly dancers or blah blah blah. 
and they wanted to do their classes with me because now I'm, I can do uh, private classes online as well, not just for the, uh, the members of the gym. So I have different kinds of online classes I will do. Things for the professionals, things for the advanced, and things for the beginners, and things for private. So there is, a, uh, there is uh, some girls are uh, happy because now they can have a class with me without go- coming to Beirut. <laughs> without coming here and taking the expenses and staying in the hotel because before they were coming to Beirut to have the class and staying here in a hotel, paying the ticket, blah, 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 blah. So now it's good for them because they are at other place and they can take the, the, the class and I can correct them because I ask for videos. They have to do videos for me. Then I see their videos and I see what they can do, what they are doing and how I'm correcting them. I started this kind of uh, classes few days ago, the private one, and it's going, it's going good so far. It's going so good. So yeah, it's uh, the online thing. It's a, it's something uh, I loved it because I'm in contact with people now. Uh, I want to be in contact with. I don't have to go for their country to do workshop now in this. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's. Like interacting, interacting thing between me and the universe. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. So, yeah, it's good. It's interesting how challenging times they bring a lot of stress and sadness, but at the same time they push us to go out of our comfort zones and to learn uh, ourselves something really new about ourselves. First of all, <laughs> that's interesting. It's, it's a lesson for all of us, this, what happened. Um, you know what? I'm not too afraid for me. I'm not afraid. I'm not worried. I'm not uh, I'm alive for me. I'm feeling good, actually. At this moment of the quarantine, people are uh, complaining. And I me, mean, I'm feeling good. I don't know why. I really feel good. I feel like the, 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 the world is cleaning. Uh, it's good thing is happening. What's happening is not a bad thing. Because it will change a lot of people uh, for for the good, for the earth, for the nature, for the, uh, you know, I don't know. I talk a lot. <laughs> no, no, that's great also to try to keep on the positive uh, note and uh, to see like both sides. Like, yeah, the virus is definitely not something uh, we would love to, to see, but at the same time trying to see forward and, and look forward. Okay, let's let's hope that it actually, uh, for some reason, that will make us better in general. So We have to accept it. To accept it, not to... Just fight, fight. We will fight him. He will keep coming. We have to accept him and know how to uh, to be uh, to to yeah to protect ourselves. That's it. And let's shimmy through it together. <laughs> <laughs> so I have sure. a. Uh, I would love to ask you before I ask you our um, summary uh, question. Uh, where can dancers uh, contact you, and what is the best way to to get in touch with you? Maybe ask about classes or just follow your activities. Uh, what is the best way? Is it some social media? Is it email, website, or anything like that? Okay, uh, they can contact me on the Instagram or on the Facebook or on my uh, phone number uh, on WhatsApp. They can contact me on WhatsApp or Facebook or uh, Instagram. 
the Instagram page is Iyad I Y A D underscore dancer. So this is the Instagram page. Uh, the Facebook page is Iyad Malad Iyad E Y E Y A D M A L A E B. This is Facebook. And my number, phone number, uh, is uh, 00961. This is the code of Beirut. Then 36304767. Well, thank you very generously sharing the contacts and uh, letting people uh, have uh, access to your dance knowledge and being able to contact you and ask for dance classes. I will also put links to your social media in the uh, show notes to this episode. So for all our listeners, you probably know by this point that you can uh, go there and find all links and connect with our guests easily. And I'm pretty sure you'll get a load of messages on social media and WhatsApp now. <laughs> um, I hope. Will be pleasure, wallah. It will be pleasure. Thank you so much for uh, sharing your dance story, your dance uh, experience and knowledge with us. It was such an exciting uh, conversation for me, and I was like, okay, uh, I'm very. Uh, jealous now but in a good way for all dancers that had the opportunity so far to go and study with you in Beirut before quarantine and also uh, for all the dancers who after quarantine will also definitely take this opportunity uh, so uh, thank you so much for sharing your time with us today and being on the on the podcast and I would love to sum up we have uh, a traditional question that I ask every single guest at the end of our interview, uh, regardless of what we talked during the conversation. And we partially touched this topic, but I just find it's a cool, cute way to to sum up every episode and to, to make it like more straightforward, the question. So are you ready? <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it will be... Uh, it will be one of those easy, tough questions to answer. But the question is, what makes you fall in love with belly dance again and again so you keep doing it for so many years? Because uh, belly dancing uh, movements and the music uh, touched my soul. That's why. Other kinds of music, I love it. It could touch my soul, but this, it really touched my soul. Really, when I'm dancing, I'm dancing. It's not me. This is my soul is dancing. That's it for today, guys. But before you go away, don't forget to screenshot this episode and share it with your friends. And if you post it on social media, please tag me and our guest because we love seeing who is listening to the podcast. Thanks for being with us and I'll see you next week. Same time, same place.